0: On this episode of The Playbook, I have Pro Football Hall of Famer, Champ Bailey, and we're going to discuss the reasons why you can't do it all on your own, even if you have speed and talent. Join me for all this and more on The Playbook. This is The Playbook where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I have another Hall of Famer, 2019 inductee, Champ Bailey, the best cornerback I've ever seen, not Uh played with, but you're incredible, (laughs) man. I'm jealous. I played corner. I played weak corner in college. I'm sure you were pretty good. Very too, weak. I was very weak. <laughs> weak corner. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, those days. <laughs> but, you know, I want to start off. Most people don't know how entrepreneurial you are. Mm-hmm. And you have a company that would have saved me hours and probably improved my grades even. Is, you know, playing football in college, my least favorite thing was getting taped. Uh-huh. Tell me about how you came up with Lasso.
1: Well, let, let's be clear. It's not my idea, but I love the idea. Yep. And And basically what it is... It's driven by these socks, and the socks provide ankle support, foot support, and they reduce injuries. And the whole idea of injury prevention, you know, it, it caught my attention. You know, being a, an athlete, you know, the best way to prolong playing and, and doing what you want to do is actually being on the field. So got my attention, loved the product, but it all went back to the team. And, I, you know, I love the team aspect of the guys behind it. the the things that they're doing. So it was a no-brainer to get involved. I'm a problem solver. I love solving problems. I mean, that's just the entrepreneur spirit in me, and, you know, it was a perfect fit. Well, it's also having your credibility, right? 12 Pro Bowls. I think you're
0: the first defensive player from the Broncos ever to go into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Most people don't know that.
1: Yeah. I think you didn't even know that until John Elway told you. Exactly. (laughs) And, And what was funny is in 04, when Elway went in, he was the first Bronco And that was when i got to denver so since then you know a few more have gone in zimmerman and floyd little terrell davis yeah and here i am you know first defender yeah it really didn't hit me until they told me i I really don't think about those things did you think about the hall of fame you've always wanted to be a football player yeah uh and have you always wanted to be a businessman too if football didn't work out i i I can i can only say that i'm pretty sure that i would have been in some form of business or you know, maybe building my own business. I can't imagine not building my own business, being that I'm on the outside looking in. I mean, looking back at my career, that's probably the way I would have gone. That's just how I am, I'm built that way. I love solving problems and, you know, I guess the best thing now is to go back and feed that information and and help the guys that are in the position I used to be in. It's interesting, I
0: followed your career, like I said, you are my favorite corner. Uh, You're a really fast starter. Like okay. from the very first time you played football in the NFL, I think gonna yeah. pick for a touchdown was your first game ever. Yeah. First game of the seasons, I think your first five out of seven seasons, you picked off a ball in your first game. Yeah. Well, as you know, business, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how good you are, <laughs> there's no such thing as when you start in a business overnight no. success. You're not hitting a, you know, a home run your first game. You're not getting a touchdown. It's years and years of acceleration and exponential growth. How does that work with you? Cause corners aren't, they're great, you know, no memory, but corners yeah. aren't patient. How, how is that patience
1: affecting you? Right well, now? it's frustrating. And, you know, I, I got those picks because I had good teammates, you know, it really, and, and that's what I had to understand about the business world is, as well as it's not just about you and your ideas and your plans and what you do, it's how your team moves. You gotta have the good, good people around you. So I had to learn the hard way a few years Coming off the field that I got to bring those same qualities with me You know the teamwork aspect accountability and that's the only way I'm going to succeed on the other side as well Because that's what I'm used to and I know that that's how you really build a good business is having smart people around you One of the things you know I coach a lot
0: of professional athletes as they transition out And it's hard to separate the idea that hey man this business may be a good idea, Mm -hmm. but it's not a good business Right. There's yeah. a lot of good ideas yeah. that can't make money. Absolutely. And so, you know, for you, have you gone through that learning process? Because I know you've been in business a while, even when you were playing. You yes. Entrepreneurial. Did, you know, you distinguish between, because this is a really good idea. Yeah, very. But... On the business side, looking at it, is it you know competitive space?
1: Is it protected patent? All yeah. the things that you learn. Well, that's the obvious due diligence you mm-hmm. do going into any company or trying to be involved with anybody, partner with anybody. You want to know what they're good at and, and all the ins and outs, making sure everything is legitimate. But the reason I like this product was basically because of the people pushing it and the, and the team behind it and the vision. All those things align with my visions and I love to see ideas come to life And I know they don't unless you got the right people pushing it. And you know, that's really what it boils down to. It's gotta be the whole package. That's what creates a good business.
0: It's interesting too. you,
1: um, a big accountability person, right? For me, I have four values,
0: gratitude, which I know you are, forgiveness, accountability, Mm -hmm. and then inspiration. Those are four things that I look for in business. One of the problems I found (laughs) when I'm accountable is a lot of times, I confuse it with being responsible, right? Because, yeah. you know, as leaders and all this, we start feeling responsible, which means we're not asking for help. Yeah. Uh, you know, here you are, a lot, of, a lot of man-to-man coverage in your life. Yeah.
1: Did, did it take you some time to, to ask for help or how do you feel about asking for help? Oh, I don't feel bad at all. I, I didn't get, I'm telling you, I always go back to how did I get those picks? It's not all me, it's my, my D-line, you know, my safeties, making sure I'm in the right position. I mean, those are my teammates. I trust them, they're accountable, they hold me accountable, and it, and it translates to business so well. And I think, you know, when guys come off the field, they don't realize how much of those qualities you need on the other side. So really now I'm trying to reach back and educate, and making sure that they're aware that are the qualities you need to succeed in business. You also
0: seem like the type of person you don't
1: attach to outcomes. You know, yeah. when you're playing football,
0: You weren't saying, I'm going to make the Hall of Fame, right? But yet you did because you focused in on what you're supposed to do. I can't lie.
1: I did dream about it. That wasn't a dream of mine. But
0: you didn't attach to that goal. Oh, no,
1: absolutely not because I can't get there if I don't do the work now. I mean, you got to lay the foundation first and the rest will take care of itself. And inspiration is a big part of
0: that consistent playing, I mean, it's a lot of years to play football, a lot of years to get ready, Mm -hmm. a lot of years for the public. You know, you give up your private life, you know, a lot of things. That same discipline carries over into business, but can you be as inspired to go to, you know, you're in the business development world, to go, you know, sit on a podcast because you have to promote your company, for example. Are right? you just uh-huh. as inspired about that as
1: jumping on the field and, you know, with those teammates? Well, the competitive nature never leaves me. And, you know, if I'm involved with something and I'm gonna talk about it because for one, it's, it's helpful to people. You know, I'm always about giving back in certain ways and this is a way I can give back, you know, but at the same time, it's a good business as well. So, you know, you make money, you do things that feel good. It all aligns. and. You know, that's what I'm all about.
0: In the compression socks, though, they do. You don't have to get taped. You can actually wear these and play some tape. Just so people know, how long did it take you to get taped each each practice and game?
1: uh, Each foot? It depends on what I was doing to my foot. (laughs) You know, like say for me, for instance, maybe 10 minutes. Or maybe not even 10 minutes. Per foot or both? But if I'm... I had an ankle injury or something, it's, it's a little extra time. No, for both. Yeah. I mean, those are professional. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trainers we're training, we're training. in college, too. Yeah. But people yeah. don't
0: realize, you know, 10 minutes a day yeah. when you played, you know, you played until you were 35.
1: Yeah. And it's not just the time. It's the weakness. and I mean, you your ankles get weakened by tape. So you, why should you wear it? I mean, it support. you, restricts you, your movement. And the socks just feel good. It's a natural feeling. It's what you wear anyway. But now there's actual support and actual benefit to putting the sock on.
0: Now, I believe that most professional athletes, the best in the world, yeah. Hall of Famers, have an obsessive nature about them. They sleep, eat, and drink football, for example. <laughs> I can know that from my Hall of Fame partner, Warren Moon. Right, yeah. He's still. You know, he, he'll he watch a flag football game and sit there and I can see his leg shaking. You know, he's like, he starts moving. Oh, he guy. has a bad thing. Yeah, he has a bad <laughs> But he also, in work, he he literally carried over his spirit uh-huh. of excellence yeah. into being my business partner. Yeah, Like, I was amazed. It was like 7 a.m. and he's like, all right, let's go. The day organized the same way, the routine. Yeah. And he went at it the same way. Do you find that to be easy to do for you?
1: It's not easy, I'd say, but... I think the first thing is finding out what you're passionate about. And, you know, once you figure out what you really like, because I think uh, you think you like something and then the next thing you know, it's something else. And then once you figure it out, it's like, okay, going at it, you know, and you're always gonna hold yourself accountable. You know, you're not gonna get results unless you put some action behind it. So, I mean, those qualities and those techniques are always gonna be there and always gonna be at the forefront of any type of success. One of the things I find about uh, athletes
0: is, is the passion side yeah. is that f- fools them as well yeah. You know, I talk to people all the time they're like I want to do something I'm passionate about I say hold on a second in business yeah. the key to business is staying in business mm-hmm. the key to business is making money yeah. the second step is what you do with the money right? Yeah. so I believe in pr- profit first when yeah. you analyze a company yeah. like you said in your due diligence but then a purpose Yeah. You know, I believe in order to have a passion there needs to be a purpose in the business yep. not just to make money yeah like you said, to help people, and then finally, I believe if you have profit and purpose, you can have a passion. Do you believe that someone could create? a pa- You're passionate about this because you experienced this your whole life, yes. right? So immediately you had an emotional yes. attachment to it. Yeah. But do you find that you could be passionate if it was something you know, like a watch company, but it, you knew it was profitable and half the profits went to charity? could you think you could implement passion in, into
1: that I, I don't think there's an industry or a product that you couldn't get behind if it makes sense to you you know there's certain things you can relate to in every industry and and it's really the people that you know drives that passion because yeah there's products everywhere but it's okay what's the story behind it and the stories come from the people you know and their experience with the, the product or whatever it may be and then it, and then, it, how does it relate to me and my life and where I'm trying to go? I mean, do they work well together? It's those little things. I think the whole team aspect really drives me and gets me excited. And then when you have a product to go with it, I'm, I'm more than likely to get behind you. It's interesting because even in football, you yeah. know, being running Lee Steinberg and having
0: so many great <sighs> athletes around me, I found it interesting that not every football player lived it, like, it wasn't their innate passion, <clears throat> yeah. but they got passionate about the team, the sport. But when the day came to quit, it was, you know, guys like you, it's like yeah. just one more year. Like Warren played till he's 44.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's before the quarterback protection. Race. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. a huge Warren Moon fan. Oh, man. So
0: well, what he did is incredible. Uh, but when you're, you know, when you're that type of player, and things don't go well, which in business you're guaranteed. You're, you're well trained as a DB because yeah. you're gonna get beat. Yeah. Right. There's no DB that plays any time that has not been toasted. Mm-hmm. And in business, I don't know one entrepreneur that doesn't get toasted. Yeah. Right. You get beat. Yeah. We're you know a passionate guy that loves the sport. You know, my knees are bad. I'm gonna quit at 28 now. Yeah. I got enough money. Where other guys are gonna play until they can't walk. Yeah. Do you find that you have that type of passion in the entrepreneurial side, that you'll do whatever it takes to succeed?
1: No, I, I, I mean, being realistic is yeah. one thing. And, you know, and the thing about football is you can't just work through an injury. Right? Right. You know? If you're hurt, you're hurt. So you have to be realistic about what your situation is before you proceed or try to proceed. But if you believe in yourself and you believe you can overcome something, some adversity, Perseverance is really how you determine who's really got it, you know, because like you said, we're all gonna have some failures. It's just how you push through it. You know, you're the first athlete <clears throat> that's pointed that out, a realistic. Yeah.
0: My biggest problem with coaching and business coaching athletes is they were taught never quit. Yeah, And they're in a bad business and then they keep throwing their own money. I mean, Lenny Dykes, I mean, we could go through the yeah. list. Yeah. They keep throwing more and more money pride-wise had right. a bad idea or a bad business instead of pivoting yeah. and figuring out what to do. Yeah. What's the biggest challenge for you in the transition from playing football in, into the business world?
1: Well, you know, being a, having the mindset of an entrepreneur, I mean, I have ideas, but every, a lot of people do too. And a lot of the challenges are, you know, trying to put the whole puzzle together, you know, balancing my passions with other people's ideas and investing. So, so it's really trying to figure out what the right moves are. And I know everything starts with my team, you know. The people around me, we gotta make sure we're all on the same page. I don't care what direction we go. Even if it seems like a bad idea in the beginning, if we're together, we're more than likely gonna succeed on the other side. And where, where did all,
0: you're a your big team person, you know, mm-hmm. and I respect it, yeah. I love the fact that you're accountable, but yet on the back end, everybody else gets the credit.
1: Yeah, You're that mm-hmm. guy. Where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's in my genes. Yeah. You know, it, it, it definitely resonates in my, my siblings. We all have that. And the thing about us is we're so upfront and honest with each other and we hold each other accountable. And I, I just feel like that's the only way you could be. It's just, that's just who I am. And I don't know any other way to be. That's why I am a Hall of Fame player because of that, that drive and that discipline. I mean, it just doesn't happen overnight. So it's instilled in me and I'm assuming it's my genes. <laughs> nice. Well, and you know, another
0: issue is ego. Okay. Uh, got it. <laughs> and there's a lot of successful people that can't handle it mm-hmm. and whether it's in business and the ego creates great anxiety Yeah. when you're so good at something and then you get into something new that like you said, <laughs> you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you probably know almost everything about being a corner. Yeah. You see seen every pattern, you, you know, you're teaching people as you go. Now you have to go from being the expert, the hall of famer, yeah. into there's some things, there's words that you don't know,
1: there's you know, business <laughs> things that you don't know. So that's right? why you mentioned that. Yeah. It, isn't it true? Yeah, the, the lingo is very important. And I learned that so, kind of the hard way, but I taught myself. I think education is everything. And that's why we put together this thing we call GAIN, uh, go- Global Athlete Investor Network. And we're going to do a one-day summit in June. And it's really just an education and access platform. Guys like myself, a lot younger, even old. it doesn't matter. You're a young professional. Come in the room. You'll learn some things, and you also have access to some things. So, I mean, I think that's the only way that you overcome those fears of not being the best. You, You teach yourself. You learn. You listen. You look at the people who've done it successfully, the Magic Johnsons, LeBron James. These guys have been successful in business. I, I follow them very closely to see what they're doing and how they move. And I mean, I'm trying to learn. I don't think I know everything. Yeah, and Kobe, Kobe and Warren. Kobe, I mean, Kobe. we can go on and on. Yeah, yeah that's a I, lot. When I was with
0: Warren yeah. at Lee's and he had asked me to partner into our marketing company, you know, the thing yeah. I most respected about him and my biggest fear was that he would think he's, you know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. He's a leader. Yeah. He's not used to being questioned or whatever, but the cool thing that he said one time, I, I mentioned something I didn't know and he said, hold on a second. He goes. Can you explain that to me? I don't have a clue what you just yeah. said. What that word means? It what takes a lot said. for a guy to do that. And he said, yeah. "My mom always told me, if I don't know something, ask yeah. and learn." That's yeah. how I'm going to do it. So, yeah. can you explain that? And I said, "Oh my God, this guy is humble and gracious, yeah. and he's willing to be a teammate. Yeah. You know, not just a quarterback. He's willing to be a teammate as a quarterback, as you are a corner." Now, last question: As you transition your career, you're going to have a great honor in August. Uh, yeah. You know, i Been there probably 20 some years in a row. Dave Baker is probably going to be one of the biggest men you've ever stood next to. Yeah, he was, (laughs) (laughs) he knocked on my door and almost broke it down. So yeah, it's scary like, (laughs) I'm not playing anymore, man. I know. (laughs) Uh, You're going to have your speech. Mm -hmm. And you know, that speech is going to be really important. When you have that speech, what message, you know, you'll give me the whole speech, but what is that message that you want everyone to know to inspire them about your career? Besides the thank yous to everyone, including your, your family. But, what? There, you know, Ray Lewis had a message, almost too much of a message.
1: He sweat right through his yellow jacket. But I know. What, I, I, I don't plan to sweat like that. But. <laughs> or preach like or, that. Or walk around the stage like that. it yeah, was awesome. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but only Ray can get away with that. Yeah, it's the you know. scariest podcast I ever did. Yeah. I leaned over and grabbed my leg yeah. and said,
0: because I'm willing to die. Yeah. okay, man, Uh, what message do you want to give in that speech?
1: Well, I, 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 I want people to understand that, you know, these things don't happen by accident. You know, the hard work, the grinding, you know, believing in myself, always betting on myself. And the only reason I have confidence to do that is because I put the work in. I mean, it really goes back to how dialed in are you and how confident are you in your abilities? I mean, that's really halfway to success. And then your team, you know, I... I always talk about team because, you know, I played the ultimate team sport in football. But that thing translate translates in all parts of life. And the more you hold yourself accountable, those around you, the better off we'll be together. You know, and that's what it's all about. Doing it together with people, you share the same passions and dreams and ideas. I mean, the sky's the limit when you have those, you know, as your foundation. I'll
0: tell you this, for the million viewers that we have on this show, go back, rewind this. Watch that answer again, because that answer is what it takes to be a successful yeah. entrepreneur, philanthropist and football player. Yes, sir. Man, it's been a pleasure to have you. You are definitely a Hall of Famer. My man.